the Mac Studio, Studio Display, and the M1 Ultra. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. Uncensored, off-topic, and always off the wall. Mac Voices After Dark is available as a benefit to our Patreon subscribers. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part two in a three-part Mac Voices Live discussion about Apple's peak performance event. This time, the panel digs in deep on the M1 Ultra, the new Mac Studio, and the new Studio Display, and what it might mean as far as a change in Apple's design philosophy. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. From everything we saw in, in the keynote, these chips are going to scream. And of course, you can only get them in a $4,000 computer, which we'll be talking about, I'm sure, very shortly. Well, 4000 the entry level prices is lower. I mean, 4000 I think, is for the uh, Mac plus the monitor. Uh, the what they call it, the new. No, I don't think no, so. If, if you want, if you want the, 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 you want the M1 Ultra, you have no, to go the, for the thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, correct. Studio. Oh, oh, okay. So I may have taken misnote that the M1 Studio at nineteen ninety nine. That was not the Ultra. That was the M. That's okay, the M1. Sorry, M1, okay, M1 Max. It's a single M1 okay. Ultra. Okay, right. sorry. My, my which is my still mistake. a screamer. Right, but, but my, yeah, uh, it's it, absolutely it's a screamer. I mean, it's uh, so I. Two couple comments. One is uh, everything they were doing. They were showing, talking about how fast it is, you know, compare how it's faster than their current Intel-based Mac Pro. So I've got to imagine anybody out there who's doing video of any sort, you know, <laughs> this is the product for them. Uh, then the second thing is okay. They haven't tipped their hands on what uh, Mac Pro for pros based on uh, Apple Silicon looks like, and that can be really exciting. But, uh, you know, I think that, um, yeah, Apple, is, it, it, it's it's clear in retrospect that Intel has held them back for a long time uh, because Intel has had numerous stumbles on uh, their new process technology. But now that, uh, you know, TSMC, uh, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, uh, is uh, is moving ahead on process and you know Apple great design there right there with it. Uh, you were seeing you know all all this stuff today was basically I think the triumph of the transistor. You know all these new products came out just because you know Apple had uh, really new kick-ass uh, processors uh, to enable them. And uh, you know the uh, the Mac Studio looks like a great little device. Uh, I saw a lot of people were talking about it being ugly, but in that little unit, they have you know much improved cooling system. They also have a power supply for it, which uh, also generates heat. Um, and you know they have a, <laughs> this new chip. So uh, I don't think anyone's really going to care that it's uh, you know two and a half or three times uh, taller than a you know normal Mac Mini. You know it's a really performance beast. So uh, I wish I could just justify buying one, but uh, I don't have a use case for it. But uh, it's an incredible piece of engineering. Anybody like, think I mean, this I, is the end of the, uh, the large iMac? Hey, exactly. Mike. No. Hey, guy. Before we get that, get to that, I want to ask Mike to Mike Rose to mm -hmm. clarify something. Mike, yeah. uh, forgive me if I'm sweating hairs. You said that this was uh, two M M one Maxes fused together. Correct. Right. My understanding no, is it's, 
No, the Ultra is the name of the combined chip. It's right. Name of the combined oh, chip. right, 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 right. But right. but it but it's it's it, in essence two M ones. Am I correct about that? M one Max. M, no, M one yeah. Pros. What? I think it's two M one Pros. You know, uh, with uh, Max. No, it's two M one Maxes. It's M one Max. It is. Use a, the is it two? Yes, it oh. is. They they use the term Ultra Fusion. So they took two M1 Maxes when they did the demonstration at the, in the lab and fused them together, calling it uh, Ultra Ultra Fusion. And the chart Fusion behind you is what says they it. They gave to their interconnect. Yeah, that was <laughs> to the when Johnny came out. I, I wrote it down here. I went, went back. He says, you know, M1 Max has a secret, a uh, hidden feature we haven't talked about yet until now. We call it blah, 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 blah. It's the Ultra Fusion. So that's the, uh, that's the little that's a silicon interface between uh, the two chips in that uh, in that composite uh, package. Right. Okay, I get that. I get that. So so when I when they first went through it though, I thought it was two M1 chips. Now don't go through the ultra thing again. I get that. But I thought it was two M1 chips as opposed to two M1 Max chips. You you can uh, see it on Mark's background. Yeah, Mark, if you move, you can <laughs> right behind your microphone yeah. as yeah. So there so right i mean it, it's, and it, it is clearly it is clearly double height of the m1 max which is the third chip across third chip from the left okay the all right good that, so. I, I just i want to make sure because honestly i missed that so that that's yeah. good so I mean, apple made another dongle is what we're saying <laughs> yeah. hey kelly so that that, that is kelly, that, that is kelly gamont who has joined us but she is not on her correct mic so kelly fix your mic um because we heard all kind of room stuff um, Guy, I've, I wanted to get to your comment though. Um, you know, is is well, we know that the iMac 27 inch Intel is has been removed from the product line. Yeah. So the question starts to become: Is the studio at the lower level plus the the display, which we haven't even gotten to yet, is that the replacement for the iMac? I get the feeling it is that. Um, You've got you've got the the smaller the smaller iMac and the Mac Mini is positioned for, you know the 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 low end, which is almost hard to say when you're talking about the M series Macs, and then this the this the two studio models with one with the M1 Max and one with the M1 Ultra, are your um, current mid range and high range. And with the Mac Pro still to come in the future, but uh, I, I don't see with the displays that they're now putting out. Um, I mean, basically, what you were spending on an iMac Pro or a high-end 27-inch Intel uh, iMac is roughly the the low-end Mac Studio and uh, the uh, you know the the monitor. So. What's the point of having a 27-inch iMac? Apple, in another revolutionary design choice, decided to take the iMac and separate out the machine and built into the back of the monitor into its own yeah. device. <laughs> so, but it, honestly, it just seems like a modern take. Um, you know, the thing Brian Chaffin always used to say about the iMac Pro, not always, but for quite a long time, was I don't want to pay 2021 or 2020 or 2022 money for a 2019 machine. Andrew's not, I can hear Andrew nod because Andrew, because Brian used to say that all the time. Mm -hmm. And 
And now you don't have to. Now the money that you're paying is for is for you know practically technology from the future. So um, you know, the the stuff that they were showing, um, I think someone, I think it was uh, Tom Bridge characterized it with me earlier as um leaving a smoking crater where all previous geek bench scores used to be. And like I don't think he's overstating it. You know, that's really like that's what we're looking at. Like seeing what the seeing what happens when iFixit gets their hands on one and, and, you know, what those insides actually look like in, in a real life machine and not an Apple's video and getting to see what that monitor looks like in the wild and figuring out, you know, where these things sort of fit. I think this is the thing that Apple needed to make for, I mean, for two reasons, number one, not while there are people who need more horsepower, there are people who don't need, the amount of horsepower that means you could be buying a car or you could be buying a computer. And for those folks, like this is definitely the, the entry level on this is that machine. And so having something that's, that stepped up a little bit, that's a, a desktop class machine with professional class hardware in it is pretty exciting. And seeing what this looks like in practice is going to be yep. uh, something I look forward to. Agreed. Um, I, I want to, I, th I think this is a key thing, and um, that that Brad put in the chat room. That uh, let's see, where is it? They've definitely gone up market with the studio display, but one can get a studio with some cheaper two hundred and sixty dollar monitor, and, and I think that's where the the whole situation becomes a bit more affordable, because the studio display is five K. If you go right now on Amazon and price five K displays, they're right there in that ballpark. You might save a couple hundred bucks. By buying, uh, you know, a non-Apple 5K display, but it's it's the display that really runs the price of this up. And so now I have the option of, if if I want the equivalent of an iMac, I could buy the Studio Display and a Mac Mini. If I want something closer to an iMac Pro, I get the Studio and excuse me, the the Studio and the Studio Display. And my prices are just, you know, in 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 the neighborhood of those two. And by the way, I've got a whole heck of a lot more power. Absolutely, I think it makes sense that you know if they're transitioning in a way that they have their own products and they're they're modular, right? I mean, you have the uh, Mac Studio with the choice of processors. You have a choice of external displays, either from Apple or other companies. So. Um, at some point, we all knew that uh, the Mac, I'm uh, sorry, the iMacs based on uh, Intel processors were going to fall. And it just happened. It was with uh, the announcements today. That we know of. But, we, you know, I, I mean, as much as, as much as we've been talking about the death of the larger iMac, we really don't know for sure, other than the fact that you can no longer buy a 27-inch iMac. From it's Apple. Fun. From Apple, right. but, no, it, that doesn't mean, but that doesn't mean that that Apple in August or September won't say, "Oh, by the way, here's here's a 27 or 32 inch iMac." I don't think they'll do it, but they could. Or actually, no, I would say, uh, guy, that I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe there's another uh, Mac Pro upgrade available oh. because again if you look at the mac pro the thing about it it, it has what you know five or six uh, pci uh, expansion slots so uh you know from a performance standpoint maybe the mac studio you know kicks butt on the current mac uh, pro but from an expandability standpoint uh, if that's what you need um that product uh is unrivaled 
Well, there's that. no reason why you can't get you. I mean, that Apple couldn't come out with uh, an M series based Mac Pro that has slots for all they of could. those different they, cards. They they could, but I'm talking about today. You're talking about the future. So yeah, uh, yeah, because I think I think certainly in two years it will. I'm. I bet. Uh, I bet anyone here a beer or you know a six pack that uh, we're going to see. Uh, Fifty bucks. Uh, Apple Silicon-based uh, uh, Mac Pros. You know, the beer's going to cost they, in two years. Said, <laughs> at the end of the meeting, they Care, said, "Careful, careful when you make that bet." Is Apple? They, the last thing they said was, "Only thing left to transition is Mac Pro." Yeah. yeah. So they, we'll talk about they, that later. they specifically announced that, yeah, we are going to do a Mac Pro transit that's transitioned. Mm-hmm. So that's that's not speculation. They they said that's it. all that's left. That's yeah. But, I, you know, uh, the question was, I thought, you know, you know, this is kind of big news. Apple has always been really reluctant to sell you a processor without a monitor. You know, Apple is always like, you know, you can't, you they know, were. people, people, they were. Yeah, it's just like this is, uh, you know, people have been begging for years, the mythical X Mac, mm-hmm. right? You know, they want a mini tower Mac. People have been saying this for 10, 12, 15 years. And Apple is just like, no, no, we don't do that. We want you to buy a new monitor every time you get a processor. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they've changed their mind. Well, that's that's sort of a big deal. This machine, well, I feel like it as 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 forward looking as the the Big Mac, as I'm going to call it, as forward looking as the Big Mac is, uh, two things about that first of all this shows up just like the original mini like to kind of throw back to the og mini it was bring your own keyboard you know kvm keyboard video and mouse and whatever monitor you want to hook up to it you know that's between you and your dongle and whatever whatever uh keyboard now speaking of keyboards i think i owe mike a new keyboard um whatever whatever keyboard you like whatever mouse you like you can you can just pull out the thing you know pull out the machine that you have pop this in there and you're done and this comes back to that if you have monitors that are professionally calibrated if you are a person who needs that uh xdr display that we saw behind johnny when he was coming to us from his underground lair if you are the if you are a person who has a very specific monitor need for whatever reason you have that option with this machine but also the interesting thing that i thought uh tom bridge said to me earlier when we were uh when we were recording an interview was that he said um this is the first like actual honestly new mac the Apple has given us in like 17 years. And it, you know, like, so that's very, you know, that is sort of forward looking, but it's also, you know, it also harkens back to what the point of the original mini was in the first place, which was take out the one you have and switch over to this new one and nothing, the rest of your landscape need not change. So if you are a person who maybe in the last couple of years, you know, for whatever reason decided you were going to upgrade your home office setup. I can't imagine who would want to have done that in the last couple of years. But if you did, and maybe you decided it was time to go to 4K and bought a new monitor or a nice big monitor, and that's the one you want to continue using, you can get this computer and be completely done with that. Or, you know, swap it out into a professional situation where maybe you're still clinging to one of those Intel cheese graters because it was the only way you could get the horsepower out of the apps you needed, which was another modularity. Right. But it was another interesting thing that they showed us today was here are the people who are actually developing for this and making 
making software that will really take advantage of all of the horsepower that we're giving you. And that difference, I think, was the part that was really interesting. And this is the moment that I've been waiting for in the entire Apple Silicon transition is the part when they finally are able to get the software to tap into what they've been giving you. So, you know, even if you bought an M1, an OG M1 machine, like it's a mere mortal M1 machine right now, then all you have to do is install this new software on that. And it's like you got a new computer if this stuff is really optimized to take advantage of the, the architecture they've got built into those system on a chip setups. Uh, Mac give, Pro, I think, has had a couple of all new form factors machines yeah. in the last 17 years. Trash and can it's still and, a Mac and Pro. The, and the MacBook a, Air. Yeah. Well, if you're going to count this studio as an all new computer, then I think the Mac Pro is a that came out two years ago and in 2013 would have to count as new computers. I think it's the, it's the, but it's still a Mac pro. Like, I mean, that's the thing. It's been the cheese grater forever. Like, well, the 2013, it wasn't the but, cheese grater for several years. Yeah. But they never, they never updated it though. I mean, the 2013 right. sat there like a dead fish that nobody wanted. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by our Patreon subscribers and Mac Voices After Dark. Ever wonder what happens before the Mac Voices live shows? Or what happens when the show ends or after the live feed closes? That's where Mac Voices After Dark comes in. If you are a Patreon supporter at any level, you get access to the video of our off-camera conversations. Uncensored, unedited, and always off the wall. It's a small thank you to our Patreon supporters who want to peek behind the curtain. Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash macvoices. And thanks to everyone who supports the show. Andrew, Kelly said the one magic phrase that I've, I was surprised nobody else has brought up. Um, what's missing right now? Johnny Ive. Um, yeah. I, I think uh, Jeff Butts in the chat mentioned earlier how he, maybe this, this doesn't really have anything to anything to do with Johnny I, but he didn't like the, the new design of the, the Mac studio. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and maybe, well, I, yeah. you know, without Johnny was all about, you know, thin devices. I think, yeah. do you guys think this is Apple? Like the, the Mac version of beyond his uh, design now. They finally put well, to rest the thinnest, lightest ever, right? Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Well, and wasn't you know, I basically fa form over factor? I think we're going back to factor over form. Well, I, be better, fa I want better, faster computers. I don't give a crap if it's thin. That's yeah, not machine. And, I don't care what it weighs. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I don't, I don't, I mean, look, Johnny did some amazing designs. And I he don't did. want to, you know, condemn oh, yeah. him. That, that's not the point. Put it in the Smithsonian. Now you have. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to have a lot of cables coming out of this setup that we're talking about, whether it's Apple devices, uh, Apple monitors, or others. Um, and I'm not sure that's you know that was one of the, the big yeah we the saw that. magic of ports. Chuck, we saw that on the uh, on the video they had for the uh, for the new Mac Studio. I went and saw it a second time. You know, you know, you have this imagination of uh, you know this woman who crawls into uh, one yeah. of the uh, cool <laughs> holes on the back, and then she wakes up and see reality. You know, you, know, you have the uh, the artist there plugging the thing in. You know, it's turned around backwards, concert to the way they said, oh, you know, we put ports on the front. You know, this guy had it backwards and he had a 
boatload. I think there's a technical term, a metric ass load of cables plugged into that thing. So, uh, yeah, I think this idea of, you know, nice felt, cool, you know, aesthetic uh, design uh, has finally fallen in, in the interest of expandability and functionality for people who need to plug in lots of different devices in order to get their jobs done. Fortunately, I'm not one of them, but uh, I know a lot of video folks who that thing's going to be that thing as well as their uh, monitor with its three or four uh, you know, Thunderbolt ports on the back you know, are going to be plugged jam packed full of uh, USB-C cables for all sorts of uh, storage and other external devices. But OK, but but the thing is, and, and I'm, look, I'm fine with it. All right. And we still have that form factor in the 21 inch, 24 inch in the or iMac. 24 inch. There now, 24 inch. So you've still got a 24 inch iMac. And that is not to be, uh, you know, underestimated because it has an M1 in it. So it has plenty of power for, you know, for a whole lot of the market. So you've still got that form it factor. It has an there. M1 Pro, does it not? No. No. It's so the, the M1. Max? Just the M1. No, just oh, the okay. M1. Just the M1. But, you know, we've talked about this a million times, you know, as when the MacBook Air came out with the M1, just the original M1, how what an amazing boost it was. Mm -hmm. So we're all getting a little bit greedy. And do we really need it? I just know. I mean, I'm, I'm on a Mac. I'm on a Mac mini M1 Mac mini. And, and this thing is a screamer. Me too. And, you know, I, I would <laughs> love to have either the, the mid range or high end Mac studio, but Considering my workload, I would have a hard time justifying spending $2,000 or $4,000 on a, a new Mac Studio as much as I would love to have one. Mm -hmm. you, oh, sure. you, you, define, uh -huh. you define pro by who can write it off on their taxes. And if you can't write off that $4,000 on your taxes, you're not, you're not a professional. You're not using that equipment to make a living. Uh, Feels and, so justified. Uh, Thank you, Mike. You're welcome, Brittany. I, I want. I want. I, I'm here for you. I'm here to support you. Thanks. Um, but the. But the, just it, like to look at the. To the. Is is it a new computer? Um, the Cube is from 2000, so we're 22 years ago. The MacBook Air is only was 2008, so that's 14 years. The 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 last revolutionary form factor is 14 years ago. Um, I think. I think the the studio is emphatically a this is the least amount of space we could put this computer in and cool it and put it under your desk or on your desk. There is no it's aesthetically pleasing, but there's no overriding design sensibility besides we took the mini and we stretched it upward to make room for the fans. That's yeah. it. And if you look at the if you look at the, the cutaways, literally, that's it. The right. only thing that is going on on the top of that machine is cooling. So. There's expandability in the sense of four Thunderbolt ports, but when we are talking about real, the, the expandability that lets you put things inside the chassis, that is what we're waiting for with the Mac Pro. That has to be a very different engineering approach than it was with the Intel machines. Intel has Intel chips for all their, their uh, performance per watt challenges. Don't make it difficult to do expandability in the way that the M1 slash you know, Apple Silicon architecture does. And so Apple has a lot of work to do or has been doing all the work to make the next Mac Pro something where you can literally put expansion inside the box. That's what we're waiting for. Um, but but I think it's, 
I, I think everybody's sort of in agreement that nobody was looking to the Mac Studio for super aesthetics. It is designed to be to hide away a little bit and to be out of focus rather than the focus of everybody's attention. Brittany, I want to make sure you get in here. Mike, though, I have one one point I want to make after that, but I want Brittany up first. Oh, my my main thing is it, just because we knew these chips were coming from that leak doesn't make them any less sexy. They're amazing. I I could listen to that chip guy in the chip lab talk all day long <laughs> about how many transistors there are. Donnie is the best. He's I'm here to tell you so we had that conversation <laughs> oh as gosh. it was happening. Just my, have some bath bombs, you know, you're good to go. My <laughs> very patient spouse watched it with fast. two curly-haired <laughs> apple nerds. <laughs> yeah. He's a very patient man. Yeah. Um, mm. And I was like, oh, honey, we're going to replay this later, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was I still a- like vacuum tubes. Oh, wow. I think it just uh, got hot in here. I mean, it's warm. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just saying. You know, I, I could JC die all check, day long. So check before you go. I have just uh, just a question or an observation. Yeah. Uh, and again, on uh, on uh, the products again today, they made a point of for their monitor of pointing out you know, how many speakers it has and how it supports spatial audio. And that's been a recurring theme over the past 18 or 24 months. And I'm thinking that you know, for whatever people call immersive reality, AR, the metaverse, all these other things that for many people, uh, we have screens so we can see graphics. The other thing that's missing is, you know, our audio component of ears. Um, and I'm just uh, curious what uh, you and uh, you know Jeff think before you go out and then we the rest of the panel can talk about is Apple slowly introducing new technology to get ready for whenever they launch whatever their expected uh, augmented or, you know, immersive reality device is, you know, that uh, it's not just audio, sorry, it's not just video, it's not just, uh, you know, aesthetics, but it's also having, you know, audio so that by imagine here, you know, I could be having a side conversation with Jeff or with Kelly, uh, you know, while you and uh, David are talking. And right now, the apps don't support that. And I think part of that is, okay, do we have devices that are sufficiently powerful to enable that? And then you get into a chicken and egg type of developer question of what comes first. But it seems to me Apple has been silently moving ahead in the quality of their audio devices and the functionality of their audio devices. What do you think? I, I think you're right, Mark, but I've, I don't feel qualified to comment on it until I actually see it and hear it. Um, you know, allegedly we have a better, you know, uh, this better camera. Allegedly we have this amazing sound system. There's no question, at, at least in my mind, that my laptops have gotten consistently better sound with each model that I've purchased. Now, you know, can Apple overcome some of the design challenges of putting those speakers and having them fire down as opposed to fire at you? I, I don't know. I want to wait and see. And this, <coughs> pardon me, this thing allegedly has studio quality mics. Um, hey, I want to see, you know, what it is, you know, what what they can do as opposed to this road broadcaster that I have in front of me. So, you know, right. we'll see. Hey, so before Jeff, we do, could you check in? Because I know you guys yeah, have Jeff. a quick time schedule. You got to you got to leave us all behind for something yeah. bigger and better. Yeah. Jeff, go. 
Um, all right. I'll just drop one, one thing here before we have to leave. The Mac studio can support four of these studio displays. If, if, you hook up four of these and it does not support spatial audio spread across all the speakers on all the displays. <laughs> Apple needs to pack it up and go home. Good point. Good point. I wanted to make one, one point to, to, to Mike's comment about, you know, this is this device may be designed to be hidden away a little bit. And that is the ports on the front of the device. So I think that it is, yeah. it is designed more to sit maybe right under that display where you have access because now no more reaching around to try to feel and, and figure out where the port is, is right there for you to plug in. And if you get the, uh, the ultra, you have two Thunderbolt ports in front. Otherwise you have two USB-Cs. Yeah. it's an excellent point. I mean, I, 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 I am looking, you know, as, as guy is, I am running, participating in the show with a Mac M1 Mac mini. You're welcome. And I've got what? Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly, for making <laughs> me buy it. Um, and I've got, uh, a USB three hub. I've got a Thunderbolt three hub. I've yep. got a Drobo. I've got drives hanging off it. I've got a scanner hanging off of it and like every which way. And it's, it's chaos, but it's fine because like I can spin that machine and plug things in the back, but yes, having the front ports and specifically the front SD card slot, they know they know who they're talking to. There's like there's people who would pay an extra six hundred dollars for that machine just because of the SD card slot. Professional photographers, professional videographers. That is how they're getting stuff onto that machine. And yeah, absolutely, it should be right in front where they need it. So yeah. Hey Jeff and I are going to cut out. We turn you over to Mr. Ginsburg as your host. Um, thanks, folks, for being here. Um, David can uh, remind everybody where and when we do this, um, and we will see you. I guess uh, hopefully next Tuesday. Happy belated birthday, Chuck. Oh, yep. <laughs> happy birthday, oh, Chuck. Oh, yeah. Thank happy you. Birthday. Happy birthday. birthday, Chuck. Thank you. Yes. Happy, happy. Happy. Mm-hmm. I made it another year. <laughs> and and with that, we say good night. <laughs> good night. Yeah. Great hanging with everyone. See you, tonight. Gracie. Yeah. Bye. See you guys. Uh let's uh let's go ahead and I mean Andrew, I think I saw you in the chat. You had a question. We let we I, we missed you. So uh did you do you remember what you wanted to ask? Uh, yeah, um, I just one of the things that I noticed in the announcement was they referred to this Mac Studio as modular. I didn't understand what that means because, as my interpretation is, it's being modular may mean something like how this newest Mac Pro is, where you can easily take it apart and add your own components and remove <clears throat> them or whatever, but. Like we're, we've been saying, this Mac Studio is kind of a thicker Mac Mini, and it doesn't look like you can really easily take it apart and replace stuff as you need to. It, it means that the monitor is not part of it. Yeah. That's what it means. Okay. Because it, yeah, it's got, I mean, just from what we saw today, it has those big fans. And, and mm-hmm. to like, like Kelly said, you know, and if when I fix it, gets their hands on, I will get inside this thing and be able to really see what it does, but I don't think it's expandable. I mean, it, it technically has six ports. I mean, there's you know, the four on the back, two in the front, depending on which model you get. So, um, 
I don't think it's expandable per se, but it it has quite a few ports. I mean, you got oh yeah, you got some yeah. you've got some pretty incredible uh, speeds with the Thunderbolt four, and then plus you can hook, you can get the OWC Thunderbolt four uh, hub too, and on top of that, so yeah. um, it's very. I mean, in that sense, it's very expandable, but not in a sense physically where it's. They didn't when say you said expandable. that I was. I'm sorry, Jim. When you said that OWC Thunderbolt three hub, I was compelled to reach over and stroke it on the shelf here. I, <laughs> yeah, I got I one of those too. It's I have it right pretty. here. I have it's, it right here under me here. So I, I'm yeah. sorry, Jim. Jim, I, I, it was it was purely OCD. I, I'm sorry. Go it's ahead. it's <laughs> the only it's I, the I, only I, way I, that the Mac Mini works with its lack of ports is to have I, something like OWC's Thunderbolt right. three hub. I'm yeah. touching mine now too. <laughs> could I? Can I go back? You're talking about the hub, right? Drinking. Yeah. The hub. Everybody okay. They, okay. They, I'd like, they said I'd like it was to modular. With... They didn't say it was expandable. The Mac Voices Live panel's discussion about the Apple Peak Performance event continues in the next edition of Mac Voices, where we talk more about the design choices for the Mac Studio and what it might mean about Apple's philosophy toward computers, desktops, and Macs in general going forward. That's next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.